0: A central bank hired a fortune teller. Hong Kong has a cum problem. And Japan's government launches a competition to get people drinking more alcohol. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted inside a hot closet in Los Angeles. I'm Jonesy, and I'm happy to be here with you. I don't complain. The Romanian central bank hires a fortune teller. Wow, we're living in some strange times when a central bank will hire a fortune teller to help them out. Um, I'm a little skeptical that a fortune teller is going to help you out of your financial situation. But there's been some pretty accurate fortune tellers over the years. You guys remember Nostradamus? That guy was the shit. All right, let's learn a little bit about fortune telling and banking. Things that I don't think go well together, but let's find out. Now, we have a very famous Romanian fortune-teller astrologer named Minerva. Very cool name. Also the name of a goddess, Minerva. Also the name of a very sexy burlesque dancer I once met in Santa Monica, Minerva. I'll never forget her. Well, Minerva, the fortune-teller astrologer, was hired by the National Bank of Romania. That sounds legit, guys. This is a little bit alarming, I'm going to admit, and if you have some money in the National Bank of Romania, now's the time to take it out. (laughs) They're clearly in trouble when they're going to an astrologer for a bailout. Minerva was a guest on a popular podcast where she revealed that she's currently holding an executive job at this national bank. A number of the media sites reported that bank officials also verified that they hired Minerva. Regarding Minerva's status at the bank, reports are differing. She's allegedly a secretary for the head of the bank's administration division, according to some accounts, although other sources suggest she works in the maintenance division. Well, if these allegations are true, that's a little bit of a relief, because if she's a secretary or working in maintenance, that means she's probably not touching the major banking buttons over there at the National Bank of Romania, and I wouldn't feel too secure with someone doing that and making major financial decisions based on Mercury being in retrograde. Minerva, the astrologer, is actually Gabriela Dima, age 64. She's a former law student. She graduated with many specialties, including theater, cinematography, and psychology. In the 90s, she was a journalist, and she also worked as a prosecutor. So she's had various positions in the culture. It doesn't indicate whether or not Minerva used a crystal ball or flipped tarot cards to get ahead in her previous industries. But as I said up top, I'm a little skeptical when it comes to bringing this sort of stuff into your banking life. Although, not to say that major decisions haven't been made on the basis of things such as astrology, fortune-telling. I don't know if you guys are aware, but the I Ching is a divinatory device or practice that has been in China for thousands of years, and it's, it's a fact that Emperors from way back when would actually use the I Ching to make major decisions for their empires and countries. They would throw the I Ching, ask a question, throw it, and then make major decisions based on that. In our current culture, astrology is still used as a basis for making life decisions like dating. I know people who specifically look to date a certain sign that they believe goes well with their sign, I myself don't completely buy into this because, well, I'm a Taurus, and I'm extremely stubborn, so they say. Hong Kong has a cum problem. Take a walk around Hong Kong these days, you might notice many of the rubbish and recycling bins that are along the city's streets are labeled with the word cum, as in litter cum recyclables collection bin. In this instance, the way it is used, it is meant to mean combined with. Come is a Latin word meaning combined with. So the receptacles are like trash and recycling combined. Uh, but anyone who still entertains a middle school level sense of humor might laugh at this. Seeing the word come everywhere around your city. In other words, in Hong Kong, there is plenty of come and the local government isn't oblivious to this smutty innuendo, a few years ago, the Hong Kong government made a concerted effort to cover up the word on the trash bins after receiving numerous complaints about its unpleasant meaning. The government even spent thousands of dollars on stickers that replaced the word come with a slash. But today, many of those stickers have been peeled off by curious passers-by or pranksters. And it's not just on the litter bins and recyclables collection bins. The use of come still abounds in government documents and press releases in Hong Kong. The result is unintentionally hilarious phrases like come sharing session with youth, come management, come facilities, come pumping station, and come carnival. And although this word is still seeping into the culture via various government documents and government facilities, some officials are aware of the need to phase out this word. One veteran lawmaker named Claudia has for years railed against "come" on social media, calling out the government for its strange use of the word. In 2014, when the government finally covered up "come" with stickers, she celebrated with a Facebook post. She wrote, this government, this stupid government, finally gets rid of the word cum. Yay! A few months later she hit out at the government again for naming various public facilities with cum such as nursing home cum daycare center and kindergarten cum child care center. Claudia has pleaded at local government meetings that they do away with this word. She says no one uses it. To still use it today will just make people laugh, especially the tourists. Her appeals have gained traction on social media, but so far it does not appear other politicians have joined her in the campaign against cum. She explained that last week someone sent her a screenshot of another cum sighting in Hong Kong. It was a government Wi-Fi network that read, Cum Central. That the use of such an old word has persisted for so long reflects a certain degree of inertia and a disinclination to challenge things that have always been done. The Hong Kong government has always used a lot of archaisms civil servants lower ranking ones still go on courses learning how to write memos with phrases such as i refer to the captioned memo for your good self so they use words like good self and latin words like come hong kong is a fascinating mishmash of the old and the new where surprising quirks of history can be found lurking in the most unsuspecting of places it's weird to walk through a city and see come everywhere in English, and weirder still to see it in awkwardly phrased press releases from your government. But come what may, in Hong Kong at least, come may be here to stay. Japan's government launches a competition to get people drinking. The Japanese government has launched a nationwide competition calling for ideas to encourage people to drink more alcohol. This is after a change in attitudes among the young resulted in a slide in tax revenues. So they want people getting drunk for tax reasons? Strange. Let's learn a little bit more about this. It's called the Sake Viva Campaign. Sake Viva! Viva the sake! I love sake so much, man. The Viva Sake Campaign is being run by the National Tax Agency. The agency is asking 20 to 40-year-olds to come up with proposals to help revitalize the popularity of alcoholic beverages, which have, which have fallen out of favor because of recent lifestyle changes during the pandemic and among young people in general who are seeking to live longer. <laughs> the competition runs until September 9th, and it calls for any new products and designs as well as ways to promote drinking at home. <laughs> That's good. You want your populace drinking uncontrollably at home? Of course, of course. This leads to great societal decisions. They also uh, want to promote home drinking and encourage the exploration of sales methods using the metaverse as well. Uh, The NTA said alcohol consumption in Japan had fallen from an average of 100 liters a person a year in 1995 to 75 liters in 2020. The decrease in alcohol sales has hit Japan's budget, which is already running a deficit of about $300 billion. Taxes on alcohol accounted for nearly 2% of Japan's tax revenue in 2020, down from 3% in 2011 and 5% in 1980. Total revenue from tax on alcohol in the 2020 financial year fell by more than a trillion dollars compared with the previous year. The NTA said earlier this month, uh, this is the biggest fall in alcohol tax income in over 30 years. It says here there was a particularly steep decline in the beer consumption in Japan, with sales volume down 20% over the previous year. Kirin Brewery, which makes Kirin Lager, said that per capita beer consumption in Japan totaled about 55 bottles in 2020, which is nearly a 10% decline on the previous year. Japan's health ministry said it hoped the campaign would also remind people to remember to drink only, quote, the appropriate amount of alcohol. Well, that's nice when your health ministry gives a damn about you and your health. Encouraging people to drink, but not too much. We want you guys drinking more than you usually do, but not too much. Don't drink quite to the blackout stage. Drink yourself into a three-day hangover. That's reasonable. I don't know what kind of culture you're looking to proliferate by encouraging them to drink more. Do you really only care about taxes? (laughs) Sell some weed, bro! Japan, the solution is right there. Marijuana in your country. Are you okay? (laughs) Are you not watching what's going on over here? The trillions of dollars in taxes from the marijuana industry? (laughs) It's easy! I mean, to just say step up the drinking, I mean... (laughs) Way to throw your citizen's health under the bus, Japan. Why don't you tell them to smoke more as well? (laughs) How about that? Um, I'll tell you how you get people drinking. Lower the price, man, at bars. Why does it cost so much to drink at bars? i tell you. These happy hour prices in 2022, have you seen them? Happy hour. Do you guys remember when happy hour was amazing? It was like a truly a happy time. It's like beer in a shot. Three bucks. Two beers, five bucks, like whatever the hell it was. It was like you could get wasted at a happy hour for $20. I remember when I was 21 years old. That's what it was like. Happy hour was truly happy. Now I go to happy hour. They're like, oh, here's our happy hour special. A dollar off a draft beer. Oh, thanks. Thanks. A dollar off a draft beer. So that means it's $9 instead of $10. You know what? This isn't making me happy. I don't think you can legally call this a happy hour. Well, I guess we'll have to monitor this situation in Japan, and we'll know that they're drinking more when we get more weird news coming from Japan, I would imagine. So stay tuned. (laughs) Hello, my friends. It's your trusty host, Jonesy. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Weird AF News. Spend a little time with me. Spend a little time with me. When you sing that song, you must smoke a cigarette with a very long handle. (laughs) and uh, Maybe wiggle your finger as well. Does any of this make sense to you? (laughs) Okay. I'm caffeinated, and I want to thank you for that. I'm going to give a shout-out to my patrons for keeping me caffeinated. These patrons are amazing, man. Uh, And if you'd like to join the Patreon as well, you'll see that I've I've, uh, placed a lot of extra weird AF content in there. The past week or so. It's been very, I've been very busy and prolific in there. Because uh, I've just been running through some weird stuff in the culture, man. People send me a lot of weird shit that's not really appropriate for the podcast. I put it right in the Patreon, man. That's where it goes. Uh, how do you join the Patreon? and get that good feeling that you're supporting a one-man show in a closet, well, I'll tell you how to do that. It's very easy. Go to patreon.com weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner as well. Super easy. They have an app you can download. It's called Patreon, and you can just do a search for Weird AF News. And become a patron. Get your name up on the closet wall. That's pretty cool as well. Uh, lastly, if you'd like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. The email is funnyjones at if you have, If you want to share something or you have anything to say about me or the show, feel free to reach out. I love to hear from listeners. All right? All right.